welcome everybody. The Adam Oates edition of Hat Trick Hockey. Ant here, as always. Let's bring in the boys, shall I say, boys, two guys here with me today. First one, as always, Rob Sawyer. Rob, what's going on, man? How are you now? How was your weekend? Oh, I got into the alcohols again. Oh, did you? What did yeah. you do? Uh, buddy of ours, Eric, um, what do you call it, uh, sponsor of the podcast, yeah. uh, had a birthday party, played some cornhole. Did you whoop ass there? Won the tournament. Yeah. Won the tournament with his wife. Yeah. (laughs) Won the tournament with his wife. It was awesome. Anything else? Just that? Just kind of hung out? Yeah, just hung out. Took it pretty easy. And bringing in for the first time, Mr. Steve Wallace, but we will call him Wally. Wally, what's going on? Not too much. How's everything going, guys? Not bad. How was your weekend? It was fantastic. Uh, Friday, Saturday night, kind of along the same lines as Rob. They were out having a few, and then Sunday was football day, as always, at this time of year, you know? The couch ridden Sundays? That's it. I love those Sundays. Shall we uh, get into her, boys? I crushed the couch on Sunday. Did you? I I love crushing the couch on on Sunday for football. Lube that that thing up. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right, boys, let's get into her. Um, First off, uh, I'm working on the Amazon merch thing still, so so everybody knows. I really don't like those shipping costs. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't like it. I feel they're a pain in the ass. They suck. Yeah. So I'm so just so everybody knows, really quick. I don't want to spend an hour on it. Okay. I'm working on on getting Amazon merch. So if we do get it, then you're going to be able to use your Amazon Prime, and then you don't pay for shipping, and it comes quicker. I think that'll make a lot of people happy. Yeah. And it will be the. I think it will be the best way. But the thing is, though, is you have to literally get accepted by them. So just so everybody knows, I'm working on that. Yeah. Uh, also, can't do anything until they're done. Exactly, and also we want to give a big shout out to our fans for over two thousand downloads now. Way to go! Whoop. Bunch of buttes. Oh uh, yeah, so we got a bunch of buttes. So keep downloading us. We love it. We love doing it. So if you guys are going to keep listening, we're going to keep doing it. Also, Rob, remember how we were trying to figure out the how many uh, uh, COVID cases there yep. for the NHL, or not how many cases because there's still zero how many tests how many tests they've done they're now over 31,000 31,000 since july 27 so that's when everybody entered into the bubble not one positive test. not one positive test that's crazy that's so great like they, they they really know what they're doing yeah they definitely seem to know know what they're doing when it comes to that i like the whole bubble thing they don't the players themselves do not like the bubble thing they are uh they're the ones that suffer out of anybody. The fans still get to watch the game, but the uh, the, the people inside the bubble itself are basically det- you know detained in their own. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's yeah. all you're doing. It's like well, you got to figure too. Sorry, yeah. honey, I'll yeah. see you in a month or two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, honey, I'll see you depending on how we do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Let me know how that relationship's going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's got to be strenuous. Did you see uh, what is it, Limbaugh there when? Uh, he he got out of the bubble and his, his dog met his him. His dog was going nuts. <laughs> yeah, the dog was going completely <laughs> so crazy. Funny. Also, uh, NHL free agency will start October 9th. So you guys know key date. Detroit's got to be excited about that, eh? I would think Detroit so. Fans? I would think so. Yeah, let's you, see. You you know Stevie Wise got some shit up his sleeve. Uh, fuck, I hope he does, man. I think the you want to know who I think is going to make a lot of moves is going to be Buffalo. Like I've been seeing them everywhere. Nobody wants to go to Buffalo. I know, but I've been seeing them everywhere. But with uh, Eichel still there, you would still have somewhat of a chance in drawing in somebody, but you're (laughs) slim. 
Yeah, there's a lot of things with him wanting to get out of there, though, too, eh? Mm. There's been a lot of rumors talking about him not wanting to be there. Yeah, I know. He's the captain, correct? Yes, he is. Yeah, that's tough when your captain don't want to be there. Well, especially he's been there for so long, you think he'd put something around him. You would think, but I don't know. Well, Well, I think it's um, resembling it to most players that have played in Buffalo. No one ever really loved being there. (laughs) Yeah, that is Um, true. It's fucking cold. It's fucking cold. The city's got lots of wood on the windows, you know? uh, No offense to Buffalo, but uh, it's not a beautiful place. Yeah, I hear you there. Uh, I don't know if I could, uh, you know... And you're playing there for uh, multiple seasons, you know, a like five-year extension. We'll give you a five-year extension. How do you feel about that, Rob? They, I think they got good chicken wings. <laughs> they might have some buffalo, buffalo wings. wings <laughs> Maybe, I guess. You guys are fucked. <laughs> also, because last time we last time we uh, we were on as well, um, the Las Vegas fucking series was still going with Dallas. Yep. And they got knocked out. What is it? Gurionov? Yeah. Is, that the, is that how you say it? Gurionov. Yeah. See? You got him on here. I just fucking mess up the names. He I don't even pronounce it. it. I don't even try to pronounce oh, it. Oh, see? Anyways, this guy, when he scored that goal, it was his ninth goal of the playoffs. When that shot came off his stick, it was clocked at over 110 miles an hour. Yeah. That, that, that goaltender did not have a chance in yeah. hell of seeing that puck at Come. all. It was right off the hash. You know what I Come, mean? It was complete oh, rocket. Wham. Yeah. Did, did, have you guys noticed that, uh, like, you know, when the pitcher throws the ball now, they got that miles per hour. Did you see that they have for the slap shots, yeah. snap shots, wrist yeah. shots? They have all that that up there now, too. Yeah. I think it's so awesome. I love it. It's, yeah. It adds a whole new aspect. It does. Game. It does. But it's it's no. What's that one puck they had back in the day there? You'd get the streak. Oh, the red there, streak. The fucking. Oh, the blue streak. Glow yeah. puck, they uh, called it. Glow puck. Yeah. Is that it? I don't know. Good riddance to yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was where. Follow your hockey. Go <laughs> where the puck is. That's yeah. right. It's probably where they're skating towards. Yeah. You're just throwing it out there. Then <laughs> <laughs> also the other the other series, the Tampa Bay series, before they got into the final here. Uh, Anthony Sorelli wins it in overtime for them. He has a knack of scoring in overtime, this guy. In 2015, he scored the goal to win the Memorial Cup as a part of the Oshawa Generals. Mm -hmm. 2017, I believe, playing with the same team. He scored the overtime winner, which captured the OHL title. Nice. And then now... He scores to send them into the Stanley Cup Finals for Tampa Bay. Big game player. So yeah, yeah so they, stud. yeah, and it's actually some of the goals he's got too. You guys have obviously followed, right? Some of the goals he's got were beautiful. Yeah. Did you see some of them all? No. You didn't see any of them. Real nice. <laughs> see Wally. He's new to the podcast. <laughs> new guy. Wally coming in prepared. <laughs> what do you got there, Rob? Notes. <laughs> what are you gonna do with those? <laughs> That's funny. Did you guys? No, I've see... seen a couple of his goals, but I mean, not, I, I don't think the goals I've seen were the you know anything. The game winners. Yeah, well, you know. did uh, did did you guys see Patrick Maroon in game one shoot the puck into the bench? Yes. Dick move or what? Yes. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Greg move. You know, you're the one. You're the big daddy there. You know what I mean? And I make a little statement right off the hop. Don't fuck around. Think, I'll take your ear off. Corey yeah. Perry coming for him. <laughs> think Corey Perry's got something dirty for him? Uh, I don't know. 
No, but it's it, some sort of slew foot. Yeah, it's a fact that it's it, it's a move kind of thing. But the the better move is the oh I'm so, oh sorry oh I'm sorry that. about that. Like yeah, I, oh, like I meant to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Who would mean to do that's that? the I, move right there? I think it was at the end of the <laughs> second period. I want to say that happened. Cause the scrum. Yeah, but did you see right? them play in the third period? They no, were flying. Yeah, Tampa was flying. Yeah. Did they do much? No, no but, but it, it changed the whole uh, look at the game. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. First game is like the taste, you know what I mean? Yeah. You got a taste yeah. of it, you know what's happening. Just trying to feel one another. I think they, a few things got away to... from them, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that, you, you know, yeah. but, uh, I think they're still coming. Do you, do you think they might have been tired from the game before? Like what? Dallas had six days off? I think so, yeah. Something like that? Something yeah. like that. Right. Yeah. And, and Tampa, like, not the next day, but the day after, right? Yeah. So, so what, that's 48 a, that, hours? Yeah, but that's like a two edged sword. I mean, because you got, you know, other. Times you're in that situation and it's the mm-hmm. reverse. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, they got to six, six, sit six days. You know what I mean? That's whether or not that's going to harm you or would you rather be rested or would you rather just get out of? Uh, in the past, I, I'd say more teams that have just been still going at it mm-hmm. are the mm-hmm. ones that succeed better. Yeah, yeah. S- uh, sleeping yeah, and sitting out, sitting down and trying to keep that rhythm and that tempo to yeah. you go win a Stanley Cup. That's got to be tough. It is. I agree 100% there, actually. I don't mean it is as, like, I know it is, but... Yeah. <laughs> oh, same here, from experience. <laughs> right. In my house league Pass me a beer, will you? <laughs> <laughs> In the lights of, uh, of uh, free agency coming up, we uh, I found a list of the top 10 uh, free agents that should be coming up yep. for this offseason. You guys just want me to read them as follows, or sure, do you guys sure. want to? Sure. Or, or how do you, guys how want will you read them and we'll comment on them? Okay, so number ten, we'll go from ten backwards. Ten is going to be Braden Holpe. He's got a six point one cap hit. That's high. That is for high. A goalie. Because he is yeah. one of the best in the league. Though. But is he's a free agent or a restricted free agent? These are all UFA, so they can talk to anybody. But oh. you don't have to pay him that money. That it would be no, like they, a, whatever they, contract they is, decide to give. This him. hit is what they got paid for this season. Okay. So you would know kind of roughly going into next year what they would right. roughly be after, right? Right. Think Detroit's going to go after him? I think he's too high. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, but what he Eiserman says, hey, I'll give you four, and you come play for this organization who has mm-hmm. history. And there's no starting goalie there This is right what I'm too. building, right? Because we just found out that I don't think they're signing Howard, right? I, no, they're not. Right. That just came out today, too, actually. Yeah. I would like to see them go after Flower. That would Flower be a good pick-up, yeah, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather Fleury there, just because, well, both guys have won the cup, right? So you can't really... As for Marc-Andre Fleury, I mean, his, his career's been something else, to be fair. Like, I mean, how he was in Pittsburgh, wins a cup, you know what I mean? Got dicked uh, over. Got dicked over by another goaltender, and then he's like, you know what, guys, I'm the fuck out of here. And yep. I'm going to go figure something else out. Las Vegas Golden Knights, brand new hockey team, says we're taking you, number one. You're the team. You're yep. the face of the Las Vegas Golden Knights. First year in the league, you go straight to yeah. the Stanley Cup Finals and lose. So yeah. you had a fantastic year with the guys around you. The next year, here you are again, getting dicked by another guy. Yeah. <laughs> by the sword. By the, <laughs> by the Game of Thrones yeah, sword. Right? Like yeah. he just, the guy just keeps getting screwed after yeah. like, putting yeah. out. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, like, I just, I just like to see that guy just get himself a, a, a steady home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, rumor is he's going back to Pittsburgh. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's 
the last. But didn't they just but... didn't they just do that to Murray? Yeah, the same fucking thing they but did to Flurry. Maybe they're gonna bring Flurry back and just say, "Hey, you're gonna be a backup here." Oh, I take that too. You know what I mean? But so, I'd rather go like to Florida if I'm going to be a backup oh, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be in California, yeah, Florida, yeah, somewhere, where, warm. somewhere warm, warm, where I'm yeah. showing up to the rink with flip flops yeah. on. Yeah, we'll move on. Number nine, Evgeny Dadnov or Dadnov or where the fuck is he from? Never heard of him. No, not, honestly, neither. <laughs> Never of heard of him. But he's a four million dollar cap hit. So uh, next one is Mike Hoffman at number eight, five point one nine hit. Would be a decent player for a team, right? No, he's still. So. It's, 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 he a defenseman or no? He's a forward. Mike forward? Hoffman. He was the one that was in Ottawa. Oh, he right, was the right, one right, that right. had the. Yep, yep, yep. He's no, in Florida about. right now. Yep. He was the one that had the big beef with Carlson, that caused that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, with their girlfriends or wives yeah. or that bullshit that was yeah. going on. Yeah, oh. exactly. Just let the wives fight it out. Who let them slug it out. There you go. Whoever wins out of the wives wins. Yes, and then. Like, you know what I mean? I'd be like, whoa. But that was a whole crazy situation, though. We're yeah. not even going to touch on that. Uh, number seven, Barzell. Show Barzell the money. Barzell. Oh, he's he's going to get paid. Right now, he's still on an entry-level deal. He only makes 863000 this yeah, year. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's going to get paid. He's and he had, and he had, look at the season, right? He's going to yeah, make fucking... A, that guy's going to make fucking bank. Yeah. Go to Detroit. Oh, fuck. I'll take a <laughs> team of them. Right, Are you kidding right. me right now? Yeah. Uh, Jacob... Markstrom at number six. He's a three point six seven hit. That's all right. Mm-hmm. He'd be an all right one. That's value trade. That's value right there. Like that. Number five for the Leafs. Tyson Berry five point five. Just didn't have the year. Just well, straight up didn't have the year that he expected or the team expected. I just think it was a failed well in, in, in relationship. In his defense, Babcock also tried train changing him into yep. a, a stay home defenseman. I agree. When he's a more when he's a, just a wheeler guy. and yeah. dealer. Like let him fucking go. Let the guy play his game. Yeah, it was Colorado, right? Yes. I mean, he was flying around. Yeah, there. he was great in Colorado. The other one too, number four, Robin Leonard. Well, obviously, I don't think he's going to leave Vegas now. No, he's still well, there. Maybe right? they're going to sign him. But yeah. what kind of money? What's what's he making? Right now, he's five mil. I, he's going to get his five mil easily. Easily. Yeah. Next, we I got Tory Krug. He's a five point two five hit. He was linked to a couple teams too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, he's going to easily get that too. I think. Number two, Taylor Hall. Nope. Six million dollar hit. Oh. Ooh. That's <laughs> like who's picking him up? You're gonna have to have a lot of cap space to bring in well, a new uh, team. Yeah. Taylor Hall is going to have to realize that a team that's gonna pick him up is gonna want him to play a different part of hockey than he's used to playing. Most teams that pick him up are, you know, riding him for as many minutes as possible, and it right. never ends up being a successful story. Um, whether or not it's him not passing, whether or not it's him trying to do everything by himself, I'm not sure what it is. But I think he belongs on a team second line. I was just going to say that. Second, <laughs> you know second what I mean? to he third needs line to... and just take all the pressure Don't... off him and just, exactly. let him, just let him Do play. not make him the limelight guy. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, I it's not a successful story anywhere he's been, whether it be Edmonton, whether it be Jersey. Whether, you know, like, they just, just put too much on his back. Too much on his back right off the – you know, yeah, just, he, just take less money. And go take your second line yeah. right winger. <laughs> you, you crushed it in cash already, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Money, like, money shouldn't be yeah. the story anymore. You, you right. need to go get your. You want to go, you go get cup. go get a cup. Yeah. And who do you think number <laughs> one is? Think St. Louis defenseman. 
Petrangelo. Yep, he's number one on the list. Six point five hit. And he's, he's gonna get. It. He's gonna get that. He'll there's, be still stay. He's gonna stay. There's talks of him going to Toronto. Talks all. And I'm not just making well, that up. Like well, I always do. funny that you say that is because I literally just read earlier this morning that the talks between him and the Blues have broke off. Yeah. Really? There's yeah. a bunch of because so, I just read that the Armstrong Ar- don't talk Armstrong. Yeah, Doug Armstrong and Cozy. Well, they, those two, the, yeah. him well, and Armstrong, the wanted, coach probably wanted wants it to him back. Right. Yeah, the coach probably yeah. wants him. But now they're throwing stones Man, at each other. Yeah. So yeah. It's last I heard is talks of fucking split. Yeah. Really? So I didn't know that. Look for him to be on the move too. I'm gonna say. A uh, couple coaches. Stellar, stellar player that guy. Though. Great guy. Had so many years great of great play. And he still hasn't dropped off. Yeah. Like, his level fucking stays the same. Yeah. He's intense. He's a stud, man. Total stud. Mm-hmm. Total butte. Total butte. Butte. <laughs> Cop, or the, sorry, not cops, the uh, Capitals hired Peter Laviolette mm-hmm. as their next head coach as well. That guy's a stud, too. He's awesome, too. He's a great coach. A coach. I'm so happy to see he just keeps sticking around. Mm-hmm. So is that opening the door for Gerard Gallant, for the Ger- Kraken? Gerard Gallant it will be the next coach of the Seattle Kraken. Yes. It, it's already been I, said? It's confirmed, yes. Oh, cool. So he'll be doing that. Good for him. And, Good for obvi- him. and another one, too, is uh, where is it? See, the Panthers, they had a assistant coach. His name is Mike. <laughs> and apparently during a game in January, he threw a water bottle at a player that was pissed off and also fucking kicked a player on the bench. So he was been... Uh, he threw the water bottle or the player He threw, threw the water... Or what was it? I think it was so a player threw a the player water. player threw a water bottle yeah. on the bench and he, a little bit of water got on him and he got pissed off and went down there and like kicked the player. And there was mul- multiple witnesses. So... How are these NHL guys not punching these fucking guys out for this Okay, shit? but still, in the same sense, you threw a water bottle and you gotta know yeah, it was kind of yeah. directed towards him. And in the end, right? it's, it's water. Now, and, and, well, assault is assault. No matter how you look at it, you can throw flowers at it, anybody, <laughs> and you can get assault for it. Yeah. But, you know, you pissed me off, you, you threw that water bottle on the ground, you acted like a baby, mm-hmm. so I got wet, I come down, I kick you in the shin, you got fucking pads on. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where the kick was yeah. or whatever. If you kick him in the face, still. maybe you know. Still, yeah, that might yeah. be a big difference. Yeah. But still, either way, he got canned. So. I just, I just, I just wanted. I want to go back to Peter Levyulet there for a second because yeah. I mean, as I said, I, I think he is a total stud coach. I actually was just doing a little bit of reading up on him earlier. Shoot it. I just want to run right through it. Uh, he played for the New York Rangers in 1988, 89. Uh, zero points. Hmm. Twelve games, no sixteen point. penalty minutes. <laughs> Something along those lines. Nice. That tells me you're a stud, all right. Yep. Yeah, yep. <laughs> you know what I mean. That's okay, funny. yeah. So you go and then uh, jumps. He also did the Olympics in uh, 1988 and the 1994. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Uh, went through uh, coaching. Uh, went through the uh, wheeling uh, nailers. Did you pull that Providence. out of garbage? No. <laughs> did, you, <laughs> did you throw your notes in the no, garbage? Providence Bruins. And then he was assistant coaching with the Boston Bruins, and then he, he was actually in line and thought he was going to get the coaching job, and he never ended up getting it. Well, it kind of left a little yeah, sour taste. He ends up going over to uh, Long Island, where first year in, runs a 42-28-8-4 record. Wow. Gets into the playoffs for the first time in a while. Uh, Canes, 2006 Stanley Cup champs. Yeah. Mr. Laviolette's ring right there. And also made two... Appearances after in the Stanley Cup Finals, once with the Flyers, and once with the Nashville Predators, only to lose against Chicago 
against uh, when he was with the Flyers, and then that was the, against Pittsburgh. That was the famous Patrick Kane overtime winner, correct? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. One that's still stuck up there. Check out yeah. the big brain on Wally. <laughs> yeah. Redeeming hey, himself. The, yeah. the, puck, the, the puck that's still up there in the net. Well, there's still a few more things, but I think we should. Uh, you guys, you, you boys, think we should flip over to the interview? Or Absolutely. What? So uh, we didn't even tell anybody who's on the show yet. We got another NHLer coming at you big today. Big surprise! Big well, not big surprise because you're going to hear it like right now. So uh, what do you what do you guys think? Do we flip it over? Yeah, Wally. Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy, Mr. Ryan Wilson. Roll it. Spent five years in the O with stops in St. Mike's and Sarnia. Went on to play 230 games in the NHL with the Colorado Avalanche. Let's give a big hat trick hockey welcome to Mr. Ryan Wilson. Ryan, welcome, buddy. How's it going? It's going good. Other than where where the world is right now, um, it's uh, I mean it's going good. It's all, uh, it's all fucked right now. Eh? It's <laughs> yeah. everywhere. And, um, you know, I, I'm uh, dating a girl from Portland and, um, you know, they just dealt with fires. They're dealing yeah. with the, the riots and, you know, it, it just seems like no, no matter where you are, like something's going on at, and it's not good. So, yeah. and, you know, everyone's dealing with the COVID thing and, um, you know, hoping everyone's staying safe and doing what they can to kind of stop this whole spread of things. And, You're right. um, you know, I, I mean, other than that, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Now you are where right now? I'm in Portland right now. Oh, um, you're in Portland? Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We came down for the week and uh, we're enjoying some time with uh, their family and just uh, taking it a little break. Nice. All right. So let's get right into it. So when you played minor hockey, you played where? You played in Windsor, right? I bounced around. Um, so I started in Riverside. Um, I played there until Pee Wee, and then I got traded to Sun County from Windsor. Um, played there for two years, and then um, that trade was up. It was a two-year trade, and then um, went and played for Windsor for a year, and then played for the uh, Cumsey Chiefs. You got Back traded in the fucking minor hockey. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. that you must happen. have been pretty good. Um, it's it's actually, it was, it was pretty complicated. Um, like my Windsor minor team, uh, you know, they had some rough, rough years and me and two buddies, uh, from Riverside, we had a really good team. We won OHFs, uh, twice, I think. And, you know, we were a dominant, uh, track, like a program and, um, Windsor minor didn't win a game the year before won one game, I think. Um, and so, us three decided, you know, we want to go to Sun County where there's a good team. 
We knew the coach was good. And Sun County had a lot of guys that Windsor could have took. So it was like a three for eight kind of trade. So, and then after the two years, those eight players didn't pan out and us three were still pretty good. So Windsor kind of said, yeah, we want that. (laughs) (laughs) So when you, when you played uh, in the O, uh, yeah. two, two out of your three years you played there, you, you were leading defenseman in scoring. Yeah. So I, um, I, I played and started out in Toronto and um, had a really good rookie year and then kind of, you know, lost my way a little bit. My second and third year, I was um, maybe I got a little ahead of myself thinking I was a lot better than I actually was and um, kind of faltered a little bit and, didn't get drafted to the NHL, thought I was going to get drafted, thought I was, you know, a lot better than I was. And there's a lot of little things. So I ended up getting traded to Sarnia and um, I had a great coach there, Greg Walters. He, um, I believe he's still coaching Oshawa. So um, he was amazing D coach there. He kind of fixed me up and um, we had a great program. We had Steven Stamkos, uh, Matt Martin, Justin D. Benedetto. We had like studs, <laughs> totally studs, great OHL players, and uh, we had a really good power play. So you know, I just give Stamkos the puck, and I was just going to say, slide it over <laughs> yeah. to Stammer, free assists all day. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was good. Like I, I, you know, it was great to have that, but um, just my all-around game changed so much in Sarnia that uh, you know I, I owe a lot of credit to Greg Walters, but. Um, to have that accolade where I led the led the league in defense scoring was, you know, meant a lot to me. That's pretty big. Yeah, it's large. Did Stammer help you out too, like uh, reeling you back in? And uh, no, that was that was Stammer's first year, so he was. Uh, oh, okay. He was, um, and you know, but right away he was a dominant player in the OHL. I I think he had maybe 90 points his rookie year something maybe 100 I don't know but it's something like crazy and yeah. uh you know just it was great for me because I was an older guy I was captain and I to see him kind of uh step in day one and just dominate and you know he, he never let let his foot off the pedal like he was dominant since day one and it was great for me to see like how he came in and just went about his business. And I tried to help him out as much as I could. I knew he was a special player and, you know, and we had a good chemistry. So it was, it was a fun, fun time with him. That's awesome. That is awesome. When did you start uh, like fighting a bit? Cause I know you fought a bit in the, Oh, you fought a bit in the NHL too. Right. So when, like, how old were you when you kind of like, Hey, I'm kind of good at this. <laughs> <laughs> I think it started uh, in junior B. Um, I was a young kid. I was a, like a double underage. I think I don't oh, okay. know how you'd call that. Like in my OHL draft year, I played junior, and um, and I I always had a physical part to my game. Like I always liked to you know hit and stir things up. And um, I knew with that, you know, my dad and everyone was always would always say like, you're gonna have to protect yourself. You know, you, you do this, it's gonna come after you. So. Um, I had a couple of good coaches where they kind of, um, um, Mr. LeBute, he was my junior B coach. He, um, I, I believe he was the police chief in Windsor. Oh, he was okay. up on the police force and he, he played junior hockey and he kind of taught me a couple of tricks and, um, and it wasn't that I, I, I didn't go out there looking for it too much, but 
you know, it always found me. So <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say, well, by your highlight reel, it looks like it always finds you. Yeah. Well, with the way you hit the guys, right? <laughs> yeah. Did you say his name was Mr. LaBute? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the Butte. How awesome is that? I think it's just more just found me with the whole, uh, with the fighting. Um, a couple of times, you know, if I was in the doghouse with a coach or, you know, if someone took a liberty at my teammates, I would jump in there. But, um, and going back to the OHL, like I was a big kid when I was young. So like, I, I, I you know, I was never scared of anyone, you know, maybe a couple guys my rookie year were like Jansen or someone like that. Oh yeah. I don't know if I want to tangle with him. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> <a lunatic. laughs> but then, you know, I'd always just kind of, if, if I thought it was necessary for me to fight someone because of something I did, then, Okay, I'll I'll back it up. So, mm -hmm. of course. Well, I'd like to touch base on the 0910 uh, Avalanche. Okay. So you got called up uh, from the Monsters to the Avalanche. Uh, you guys had a great year, make the playoffs. Adam Foot, a stud, is your captain. Yeah. You know what I mean? It must have been an exciting time for you. Like, can you touch on that? Oh yeah, it was. I mean, I think, um. You know, thinking back at it, it was it was a cra crazy time. Um, just getting that phone call, yeah. <laughs> I, was out, I was out for dinner. Uh, I, just you like know, a dream, eh? Like Cleveland was a great place to play because people could come down to visit. And right. it was early on in the season, and uh, my mom and her friend came down, and uh, Wes O'Neill. I'm sure you, you guys know He's Wes. Actually come um, on here, we're getting uh, him on the show. <laughs> yeah, Wes is one of my good buddies. So um, did you take his spot? Uh, I don't, I don't think we kind of, maybe, maybe, maybe not like, uh, you know, it's, they, they called one of us up. It was me. And then they called him up later on in the season. And, um, when I was injured, so I don't know, but, uh, <laughs> but you're still uh, best buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, awesome. you know, I, I definitely, business is business. Friends with him. And, um, so we were out for dinner actually with his family and, and my mom and her friend and got this phone call and I'm like, look at my phone and. I'm like, ah, I'm not going to answer it. Like, it's an unknown number, you know? So um, my mom's like, well, just answer it. Like, who cares? So I answer it, and it's GM calls, and he's like, hey, you know, you just got uh, – we need you to come up and meet us in Boston. And I'm like, um, okay. Like, just <laughs> shot. Like, uh, so uh, excited. And, like, my mom's, like, looking at me like, what's wrong with you? Who is it? And then I got off the phone. I'm like, I just got called up, and then – everyone just kind of went like silent and then like, Oh my God, like, because <laughs> it takes a little bit to kind of sink in. And then, you know, getting called up, I, I knew like, you, you know, you're close, but I'm not guaranteed a game. So I'm just thinking like, okay, you know, they need a guy to, you know, practice and whatever, like yeah. a paycheck for a couple of weeks, hopefully. And, right. um, <laughs> but uh, sure enough, I, uh, Boston, we played Boston, then we went to Toronto. Guy went, guy went down in Toronto. Um, yeah, I had down the uh, the Canadians was your first game, no? Was yeah. That, yep. So, so uh, I think I think it was John Michael Lyles got injured in Toronto, and um, I'm sitting out with uh, another guy, and he's like, "Hey, like, be ready to go in two days. Like, you're in." And I'm like, "No, they'll probably call someone else up." Like, <laughs> <laughs> Negativity everywhere. Eh? <laughs> it's just like. You, you don't know until you know. Right. And yeah. um, for me, like, I, I, I just, I guess it was just weird. Like I never really like knew um, that 
that I was good enough, you know? And then um, we got on the plane and the coach comes in and he goes, Hey, make sure you're taking it, taking care of yourself. Cause you're playing in two days. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, and then Sweet. I went back and sat down and I was able to um, get my mom a flight down to Montreal. So she, that was awesome that yeah. she was there. She's balling. Yeah, in the yeah of course. She was. <laughs> Just like every other mom. <laughs> So it was it was uh, unbelievable. I, I still remember my first shift. I yeah. got the top and I'm shaking and I <laughs> glass and change so quick. And yeah, uh, well, yeah. I mean, from what I was reading, you, you were touted as a, the next coming of Scott Stevens. So I mean, that's a pretty big name to be having the back on. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, you know, growing up, I I always liked the uh, the rough game. Like I I loved open ice hits and being physical. And um, I've seen I, that. I want to be that guy that was out there all the all the time. I want to be on the ice thirty minutes a game. I want right. to be that go-to guy, and um, I felt like that would get me there. And that's ultimately what kind of got me there. It wasn't the offense. Um, you know, I, I I thought I was more offensive in junior, and then going to the minors, I, you know, I had a coach come up to me and say, "Hey, listen, you know, you're not going to make it being an offensive guy." He goes, the easiest way for you, you're so good defensively, just stay at home. Master defense. Be a good penalty killer. Be physical. That will get you out sooner. So I'm like, hey, if I'm going to get called up to the NHL, I'll do whatever it takes. Right. So. So when you crush Patrick (laughs) Eliash, I wonder if they've scraped him off the ice yet. (laughs) You remember that hit? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, clean as hell, man. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you want to, you want to be physical, but you also, you know, you you want to kind of get the guy good, but you don't want to see him no. on the ice. You know, right. you never want someone else to be. It was good. a clean hit. I mean, yeah, and and the good thing was is their coach kind of came out and said, you know, he he was kind of reckless. Patrick was a little reckless yeah. with yeah, with his Lamar, Lamar yeah, then, uh, also that Marno hit in, in, uh, against Edmonton there. They, they were saying, yeah, a lot of people were saying you should have got some time for that one. I didn't think that was uh, dirty either. I thought that was very clean as well. Yeah, I think uh, that one was a little bit a little bit different. Um, well, the, the, the result was terrible. Yeah. You know, it was kind it of, looked bad. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like a follow through where I, my elbow kind of came up through. I didn't think it was – it was that bad, but um, I thought the initial contact was up on the shoulder, and he got his head down, man. You know what I mean? Like, head up, man. It's the it's, NHL. Yeah, that's right. You're in the you're in the big leagues. I don't know. Not everybody can skate around the ice like Lendros <laughs> with their head down. <laughs> yeah. Do you uh? Do you? Yeah. So your first NHL goal. Yeah. Who did you get it on? Uh, Mika Kiprusov. How oh. fitting. Yeah, it's it the Flames, eh? Yeah, so um, the team that trained me, I uh, went in there, and um, I don't really remember how I got the puck, but I got the puck in the slot, and um, I think it was a rebound, and I just kind of pulled it to my back end and looked up, and there was an empty net, so it's like, oh, okay, hey, thank we'll you. That. Thank you, and I'll take that puck as well. For sure. <laughs> what a goalie to score it on, though. He's pretty good. Oh, yeah, he's, he's – I mean – all the goalies in the NHL are great, but yeah. you know, there's those certain guys that, you know, you grow up a little bit watching and especially when you're in, um, in junior, you start following the NHL a little bit closer. And then I was a pretty, pretty big Jiggy fan back in the day too. Oh yeah. He's a, yeah. He's, he's a great guy. I, mean, yeah. I was very fortunate to play with him for a couple of years and yeah. you know, just 
just what he brought to the locker room alone. You know, you, 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 every team needs a guy like him. He's just so upbeat and goes about his business. And, um, you know, he's just a true professional and he's a family guy, like bringing his kids around. Like it was just, uh, it was amazing to have him around our locker room. He did wonders for us. Yeah. Yeah. How about Patrick Wong? Yeah. Like, uh, me and him kind of, um, I, I got injured early on when he came in and, um, it kind of hurt our relationship a little bit, I think, uh, you know, and then we, we got off to a crazy run. I think we were like, you know, 15 of our first 20 we won. Um, so then I'm sitting out, sitting out, sitting out. So I'm kind of upset about it thinking I should be in the lineup when I got healthy. And, yeah. uh, but as, as a coach, he's an amazing coach, like as a, for a player, like he will back you up a hundred percent of the time. He yep. will do whatever he's got to do for his I player. I did well myself on his first few years there. I... Yeah. And then I think nowadays with where, um, you know, hockey's at, I think other sports too. I think, I feel like coaches kind of, you know, they, they get a good couple of years and then they're kind of like go stale a little bit or the players kind of, you know, start rebelling a little bit. And I think yeah. that that's where kind of, you see all these coaches kind of going, the carousel around the league where, you know, they're good for a couple of years and then who knows? Actually, now you mentioned that, like, I mean, that, that is a situation actually people getting injured. And even though no one wants to see it be something that like makes a decision on whether or not where you are playing, not playing and stuff yeah. like that, it still ultimately does have an effect. Oh, for uh, sure. Fair to say. Yeah. Like uh, I you know, injured at the wrong time. You lose right. your spot and, yeah. Uh, things start rolling. Uh, I mean, there's certain exceptions, you know, you're, if Stamkos gets healthy and, you know, <laughs> oh yeah, he goes in, you know, like McDavid, same thing, like, but obviously, you know, I'm not, I wasn't a superstar. I was, a, you know, a guy that just kind of did what was asked to me and tried to yeah. do my role. And, um, but I still wasn't too happy with it. No, <laughs> uh, obviously not. How'd you like living in Colorado? What was that like? It was awesome. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's so different. The mountains are there. You wake up, you look out, you see mountains. It's just, a, it's, it's an amazing thing to see when you wake up and um, to go up to the mountains and, you know, there's concerts up in, in uh, Red Rocks. There's uh, it's such a clean city. It's uh, everyone's kind of going around jogging and biking and hiking. And, you know, it, it's uh it's a total life. Yeah, like the whole it's it's an outdoors life. Everyone loves being outside, and uh, and the the whole city was great to us as uh for, because you know the Avalanche had a ton of success. So like our fans were amazing, and you know like the 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 true ones like kept with us. But you know there's a ton of sports there, so you know they flip flop from football to baseball to hockey to you know whoever's whoever's winning. Major major cities usually go to the majors to the teams that are winning, but you know we had sellout crowds all the time and the fans were great. Oh, they're nuts there, eh? So what uh, was your what was your rookie party like? Oh shit! Um, rookie party was good. We had what was it? I think nine or ten of us. Oh, geez. <laughs> so, like we had we had a, a ton of rookies. It's not really a party. Um, it's more of like a hazing. It's not losing anymore. Um, you know, you guys are well aware of the whole Windsor situation. So I oh, think yeah, yeah, yeah. down after that. And, um, you know, at the, at the pro level, American League was a little different. They made us dress up as like women and, 
we went out like that and um but nhl level it's you go out for dinner you pay for dinner you pay for uh drinks and then you know that's kind of it um, they didn't make you tell a joke or a story that would yeah but like you know, it's all a joke He's, everyone's on their phones trying to find a good joke like it's not <laughs> you know i think uh i think it was, and even with like we had 10 guys so you know the bill wasn't too much for us yeah i've heard uh, like rookie parties where one guy has to fit the bill and I'd be like, Oh, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. If I just got up. <laughs> just hold on. I got to get a, like a second mortgage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know, man, like once in a while, those guys spend like thousands upon thousands of dollars out there for those rookie parties. Yeah. I mean, it's once a year, I think, um, you know, and part of you wants to get that money back. So it's, <laughs> Year after year, you're like, okay, I'll order a three hundred dollar drink, like just try and get that money back. But. Yeah, hey, over yeah. the year, you you know, yeah. you can build everything up, you can get it back. If you've been taking yeah. some jam, you're you're deserve you're pretty well deserved to you know <laughs> hand out a little. Yeah. Sure. So. <laughs> who who was your favorite hockey player to play with? Ooh, um, my favorite D partner would probably be Adam Foot. Um, yeah. I, I was I was lucky. I had Kevin Shattenkirk. I had um, John Michael Isles. Is awesome. Um, I me, for for whatever reason, me and Wes O'Neill really clicked uh, for the limited time in Cleveland. And um, you know, the, like those those guys uh, were pretty much like the guys that I remember. I had a really good D partner in junior with uh, Steve Ferry um, and. Other than that, like, you know, I, there's there's great players on offense, but it's kind of hard to – you have to kind of gel with your D partner, not with lines. So, yeah. Adam Foote, me and him got along great. Um, he's an amazing guy, uh, and what a hockey player, what a career. No kidding. What a guy to learn from, eh? No kidding. Like he, he – every game, he's talking to me on the bench. He's talking to me on the ice. I, I, I can only hear him the whole game. Yeah, and, <laughs> my life so easy <laughs> right so doesn't he got a big old snoz on him too isn't he the one that's got <laughs> who Adam got Foot, doesn't he i don't think Foot does not doesn't he i don't think so maybe i'm thinking of somebody he's, else he's telling you yeah like he's yeah i think he said i, I want to say eight or nine times he broke his nose and just he's so that would, that would explain the nose. <laughs> you know, you got to go back out there the next day and play. So, because he was back when, you know, concussions weren't a thing. Nothing was a thing. If you broke your nose, you're back out there two minutes later. Crazy, man. Try and put it back in place. Set it and forget it. Set it and forget it. Yeah, I would never be able to do that, man. I'd be yeah. crying on the bench. The cracker. <laughs> Did you ever break yours? Uh, Diagnosed broken. I think, uh, you know, I got a couple cracks and a couple. Um, it's hard to breathe now, so I'm I'm thinking about getting it looked at. Deviated septum or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> septum, that's it. <laughs> who who was your first like NHL fight? Do you remember who it was against? Yeah, it was uh, uh, that Morrow Zach Martini fight. Oh, right after that, it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a great one for me. Um, kind of just it, – it wasn't – I mean, it wasn't really a great fight to begin with. Um, but it kind of jumped you. Yeah, and, and I got a good hold of him because I yeah. kind of expected it a little bit. And then um, – Oh, yeah, you had your gloves off quick. Yeah. 
I kind of knew that was coming. And then, uh, you know, we just didn't get separated enough to kind of really land any good punches. But um, something I'll always remember, though. (laughs) Now, you had a big hit put on you in Edmonton the the very next game, yeah? Yeah, they were coming the next game, that's for sure. Um, I I don't know. Uh, I don't really remember that one, but I remember, you know, a lot of sticks being jabbed at me and some cross checks in the back, stuff like that. And yeah, I just kept saying, you know, if you, <laughs> if you want to finish it now, let's go. Don't jab at me all game. Just finish it right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But nobody, no takers. No, no. I think, uh, <laughs> I don't know who was playing or not, but I don't think they really had anyone that really was willing that willing to get after it. So leaving the NHL, how did you end up in uh, Russia? Oh, um, so I had a tough like three year stretch where no matter what, something was going wrong. Um, I mean, head to toe, like I had a blood clot in my leg, um, which kept me out for I think two months. I had uh, maybe a concussion in there. Had a broken wrist, uh, separated shoulder, you know, what, whatever you could throw at me. I had it in those couple of years. And um, it just, you know, a lot of people were, were like, you know, you're injury prone. I'm like, well, I don't know how I, you know, it's not like I, I have a bad knee or a bad back. It's head to toe. Like, I don't know how you train everything to be so good that you're not going to injure anything, right. you know, in the world. The way I played, like, I, I felt like I was just, you know, I'd always put my body at risk could block any shot, do whatever it takes kind of thing. And um, so I had a bad stretch three years. And um, so Colorado didn't take me, which I totally understand. It's a business. They pay guys to play, and I wasn't playing. And so I went to um, Calgary camp the following year. Had a good camp. Thought, thought I'd make the team. Thought I was, uh, you know – going to get a contract out of it I was on a tryout and um, they called me in they said you know we want you to go down to the minors kind of try and figure out our roster and maybe move a defenseman or move some money to get you in and um, so I called my agent I say you know what do we do he's like well listen I got this offer Um, it's guaranteed money you know quite a bit of money I'm at the point where I've played six years and I'm debating whether I should go back down to the minors and kind of grind it out, maybe not get called up, maybe get called up. You know, you never know what that situation. So I chose the, uh, to go to Russia and, um, you know, looking back, maybe it was the wrong decision, but you know, maybe it was the right decision. <laughs> you know, you never know what could have happened. And um, I'm at the point where I, I live with that decision. And um, you know, it's, it's one that I, I didn't make lightly. I, you know, thought about it for a couple of nights and um, ultimately came up with that decision to be the best decision. And, um, you know, I ended up in Russia. <laughs> yeah, that's still one of the best leagues in the world. Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. But what, what oh. was it like? What was it like going over there, Ryan? Like, when, when getting off the plane, you know, like, you hear so many crazy stories of, of NHLers going over there. And... Um, I was, I was, and, um, I, I obviously I knew I could play. I like, I know I can play hockey and whether it's, you know, in any league, I, I know I can play. Um, I had the confidence and just getting off the plane. It's a, it's weird. It's like, um, 
you don't know because I, I've never been to Europe. I've never played in Europe. I've never done anything. So, you know, I'm getting off the plane and I'm, I'm thinking like, what if my phone doesn't work? How am I going to know who's picking me up? What, you know, all these things going through my mind. Does he like, speak English? But should I be <laughs> back? And, you know, trying to yeah, figure out. Have some yeah. vodka. <laughs> this little guy comes up to me and goes, Ryan. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay, let's go. So he grabbed my bags, get in this van. And we head to the uh, apartment, and he and he drops my drops me off, and he goes, "Okay, you're uh, you're up here, third floor. Here's your key. See you at the rink in the morning." And I'm, I just look at him, and it's like, you know, midnight. And I'm thinking, like, okay, like where the fuck's the rink? <laughs> what? And he, and so then I wake up super early, like I I don't know, like I set my alarm. I'm like, okay, I'll, maybe I'll just walk around and try and figure something out, like see if a guy comes out of the building. No one comes out. I'm sitting out there for like 45 minutes. I'm walking around. I'm trying to find anyone. Sure enough, the rink's like right beside the apartment. Like it's a whole complex. And there's like, there's a breakfast place. There's the rink. There's a swimming pool, gym, whatever. But there's no like signs or anything because it's, it's their own complex. So like there wouldn't be like an entrance sign or something that like I'm looking for. So uh, I, I ended up uh, calling him I'm like, Hey, like, I don't know where I'm going. He's like, okay, I'll find you. I'm like, I'm in the middle of this street or something, the yard. And he comes out and finds me and brings me in. And it was just so hectic to start. Like I had to get physicals done. I had to do all these things, get equipment, figure everything out. And, you know, it was, it was a lot to take in. Um, but you know, it, it's fun. It's a good experience. It's uh, you know, you, you learn a lot about, different cultures uh you know i played in switzerland and finland and it's it's an experience that you you can't get anywhere else you're you're playing the game you love you're getting paid for it you you know you're you're meeting new people i have friends from every different league and um you know it's 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 awesome like i i always tell guys that you know are kind of hanging around the american league and i'm like you know go experience the world like take it when you can you know if 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 you've given it a good shot, like if you've given it, you know, four or money's five. Huge, money's huge over there. I mean, you're, it's, it's, it's no slouch. Yeah. No, I mean, you, you get like, unless you're getting top dollar in the American league, you, you can get more money over there. And Absolutely. I think you know, just the experience alone, you, you can't put a price on that. So, um, you know, Russia was a little different because you, you never really know what they're thinking. You know, they, they can sit you, they can do whatever. And you go in and they're like, well, you know, yeah, uh, language, whatever. But you know, I was fine. <laughs> did you do the Russian gas? I did. <laughs> you did? <laughs> what was that like? It was crazy. Um, you know, it's just uh, I I still don't really know what it is. I mean, uh, like, <laughs> but you did it anyway. Yeah, I, mean, I was gonna say. So for for anybody that doesn't know, for all of our fans that don't know, can you kind of explain? Blaine kind of roughly doesn't have to be exact of kind of what this does and why they call it the Russian gas. So, basically, um, so the doctor, I was talking to the doctor and um, the team doctor, and he was saying, like, you know, it's supposed to, um, you, you take it before bed and it's supposed to really like mellow you out. It's supposed to like kind of like um, just a, re a full relax, is basically what, you're, what it's supposed to do. Um, but you know, I'm so nervous walking in there and they're like, yeah, lay down. And I'm like, you know, 
okay. Like, and I'm, and I'm looking around and like, what's going on? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should just leave. And I'm like in a little panic and the doctor's like, no, it's fine. Like it's healthy. It's fine. It's normal. Like, okay. So sit down and they put this, like, I, I, I want to say it's like uh, more or less like a knockout gas, but they don't use it. Like they don't crank it up to knock you out. Like they just put a little bit. Maybe 60% and- will do. Yeah, and and, they, and and you just kind of lay there, and it just um, you know it, it affects you. It, it I think it like turns off your mind. Not like it's really hard. <laughs> kind, kind of like an edible here. Yeah, yeah, kind of like you know, kind of like it's supposed to melt you out. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and, and you you know after t- I think it's like roughly around two minutes, and then they take it off, and then you kind of like snap out of it, and. and sometimes you can remember what you're thinking about. And I'm like thinking about the universe and like all these planets and like, you know, and then next time I'm thinking about, you know, anything like, it's just like, for whatever reason, it twists you in different ways. And, um, and I'm like talking to people, friends back home and I'm explaining it to them. And they're like, I wonder what it is. Like, and they all try and Google it and no one knows. No one knows what it is. Is is it almost like, like the dental gas you get? Like, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, because you know they put the gas on and they knock you out, and there they don't knock you out, but they, but it's Keep like on the edge. Yeah, it's it's, uh, but they said that they um you know they, like they've been using it for a long time, like you know I, I think all Russian players you know have have done it before, like I don't think it's like like I think it's normal there. I don't know. Yeah, gas, 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 gas. <laughs> Now, uh, flipping over real quick, I used to play a lot of baseball against you. Oh, really? The Sportsman Club. Okay. Okay. I used to play on that team for – and, dude, I was on the mound a game that you were fucking playing, and I threw you a couple pitches, and the fucking – you hit a couple past me up the middle that, like – Get out of the way? No, yeah. But, but you could hear them go by you. Like, yes. it's one of – yeah, that, like, when the ball breaks air. Like – Sorry. And it was a couple of – you didn't hit me. You didn't hit – you didn't hit anything close to me, but I just remember because I knew who you were, okay, and I went up and I threw you a pitch, and yeah. you, you were a first-pitch swinger, too. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Like, I so I throw him a pitch, he hits it, and then literally, it was – my glove went up. The ball was already past me. By the time my glove went up, I'm like, man, a ripper. I'm like, if he hit that at me, so which kind of leads me into, are you still on the field? So do you play in the off season still? No, uh, actually, I moved to California, and I haven't, uh, I haven't really found any uh, teams out there. I don't think uh, you'll have trouble. But uh, you know, I, like I, I grew up playing baseball. It was, it was that and hockey, and I love both of them, and just. Uh, you know, play baseball in the Riverside area too. Yep. Riverside. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's, it's just something that I, I love to do and I just wanted, um, to continue it, but I knew I couldn't play, you know, in the summer playing like a, a competitive. So I got into softball and, um, you know, all my friends kind of joined in and then I started playing with my uncle on his team and, um, you know, it's just a, it's just a really fun thing to do. I love so- softball. Like I could, I could play, you know, 
two or three times a week and you know not get bored with it and yeah. not um, that you're married now you can't never, I, I never <laughs> hit a picture yet so um i'm sorry if i got it too close but uh you know those outside pitches sometimes like you can't oh, control you <laughs> no i was just referring to how hard you hit the fucking ball yeah like i i, I mean that was my specialty when I was growing up. I I would always, you know, try and, and my, like my way of going up to bat is hit it as hard as you can. And if someone catches it, they catch it, you know, swing, don't swing batter. I'm the same way, man. I just hit it hard and wherever it goes, it goes. Yeah. So I got a, I got a little story or maybe you have the story. Uh, I was talking to Val and uh, okay. you guys went up to uh, Dorchester and it's some some about okay. some, something about some pallets for flip cup. Oh yeah, um, so I was the young guy uh, on the team, and um, that was my uncle's team, and Val played on it. And uh, you know, I, we got up there, and obviously we we didn't do very well. So I think yeah. we lost both games and got knocked out. So we're sitting in the parking lot, and um, you know, having some beers and. We're sitting around, and I see these pallets over there. I'm like, boys, let's play some flip cup. Might as well kill some time that way. And uh, they're like, no one knows it because, you know, ever, like they just weren't familiar with it. It was years and years ago. I don't even know. Yeah, old guys. Like, I, I'm thinking I was, you know, 20, 22 maybe or something, like 11, 12 years ago. And uh, so I, I introduced him to the game, and sure enough, I think everyone had cases of beer in their cars and every case of beer was done by the end of it. And, it's a great game. And everyone's like, you know, uh, how have we not heard about this? I'm like, I, I don't know. Do you guys go on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> the internet, is that still around? Oh, yeah. so that thing is still going. I came back to the hotel and we played like pretty much all day, all night. And, um, and now I, I still think they play all the time. So <laughs> funny. I can't so you, you you won a pretty big tournament there uh, in the Spengler Cup, eh? Yeah, yeah. That's, that How was, was like, that? Like, unbelievable. Um, you know, we went in as like a true underdog in that tournament. Like, um, you know, from Finland, we weren't having a great year. Um, our team was just kind of – we had a lot of injuries early, and um, for whatever reason, we, we just weren't winning. So um, I was the only one that played there before. I played for um, Lugano a couple of years before when I was in Switzerland. We were in, and we we got second. We that lost was your first Canada. show there, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah. we lost to Canada in the finals, and then um, going with Finland, like the coach came up. He's like, "Hey, you know what? What? What should I expect?" I said, "You know what? Like the season we're having, let's have no expectations. Let's go in there. You know, just have fun, enjoy it, enjoy the experience." And Davos is a great place to be to kind of unwind a little bit and get out of the routine of the everyday kind of practice play at home and away in Finland. And so we went there and we just kind of rolled it. And, um, you know, we I can't remember. I think we won the first game like 5-4. It was kind of a little bit of shootout. And uh, so we had a day off in between. And I, I said, you know, go into the room the next day after the day off and I'm like, boys, let, like, let's just, let's win this one, you know, let's, so then we can get a, get a free ride to the semis. Like we don't want to play that quarterfinal game, you know, and uh, we were playing Russia, a team from Russia. Um, I don't know what team it was, Metalurk, 
maybe. Um, good, really good team, and uh, <laughs> we somehow find a way to win like one nothing in overtime or something, something crazy. Yeah, those are the best games sometimes. Well, our goalie played amazing, and and that's what we had to do. We had to play just like such stingy defense. Um, and we win that game, and I'm like, hey, we like you know we got a chance. We got a chance to win this thing. We're two and zero. Like we're feeling good. I said, guys, you know, let's just stick with it. Like let's, you know. Make if you make a mistake, you make a mistake. Someone else bails you out, and um, go into the semis, uh, win that game, and then quick turnaround, play Canada the next day. I, you know, everyone on my team's like Willie, like what, uh, <laughs> like, you know, how would it feel to beat Canada? I'm like, let's just go out there and have fun, boys. Like, like I want to beat them bad because they already beat me, and I'll never get a chance to beat Canada. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, so I, I wanted to beat him really bad and, um, and it just, it just worked out that we found a way to kind of stick with our tight defense and we had him, um, I think after two periods, they're up one, nothing or something like that. And then we got a big goal and then we went into overtime or shootout and our goalie stood on his head in the shootout and we ended up winning. So it was, it was unbelievable. I could like, you know, to win that tournament, it just meant so much to me because um, to beat Canada, one thing, and then just, you know, that will always be on my record, like the win, winning the Spangler Cup. And it's such a, you know, tournament that's been around for hundreds of years. So, love that rink. Yeah. What was that party like after? You know what? It, it, <laughs> it kind of, so <laughs> the party wasn't really like that great because um, I think like – our whole organization didn't really expect us to win. So, I mean, Hey, you know, it, it it's, um, it's a lot to kind of travel and figure out the scheduling and try and get back home. And um, so, so we left, we left right after the game. Like we didn't spend the night in Switzerland. We, uh, we took off and we were on the plane and I think we, um, um, you know, the plane was fully stocked, but there was nothing left and we were getting off the plane. So it was a lot of fun. That's a shirt. That's yeah. a shirt for the merch. Yeah, store. that's a shirt for, for, for the merch. So that would be right here. Yeah, man. So you guys got anything else for him? I just have one more thing uh, for you. I, I played in your dad's uh fundraising golf tournament there oh nice yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but it happened to be last year when it got rained out oh yeah darn i ended up at the fort and and ate all the food it was amazing like just i had a great time even though i didn't get to golf i ended up drinking with the boys you know with uh yeah. and val and uh chambro and yeah we ended up like i said going back to the fort getting dickered up there <laughs> and uh Probably some of the best food I've had around here in a long time. Uh, yeah, and the, what the, the gifts were unbelievable. Like fill this house, like I couldn't believe the TVs, the the, the smokers, like. But just uh, if you want to go into a little bit about your your dad's uh, yeah tournament. yeah cool. um, so um, my dad passed away when I was um, just got drafted the OHL. So um, I think I was fifteen in between 15 and 16. And, um, you know, it was, it was a sudden thing. It was hard to deal with. Um, and, uh, you know, hockey got me through it. 
hockey kind of helped me with that. Um, I moved away to Toronto, um, kind of dealt with it kind of over the years. Um, you know, it, it was a long month. It was just a lot of unknown. And, um, but me my brother and my uncle, we kind of got this idea to, um, it was May long weekend. So we got this idea to, um, make sure that we always golf together or try to golf together on that weekend and, you know, invite some friends. And, uh, my uncle kind of played in some scrambles before and he's like, Hey, you know, like I can kind of figure it out. I can, you know, everyone put some money in and we make closest to the pins, 50 bucks and long drive, 50 bucks. And we had, I think maybe six foursomes my first year. And it was a lot of fun. Like, um, but it just kept growing with everyone getting older um, and older and older. And then we, I became drinking age. My brother was already and his buddies and my uncle and all his buddies. So um, I think the longer it went, it just kept growing and growing. And then, you know, I got to the NHL and um, I just, I, I, I know my dad would have wanted to kind of give back and he's, he's a big community guy. And um, so I just decided to um, start a charity in his name and through the golf tournament, it just grew so big that I, I've seen like a way I can make some money and give back to, you know, my idea, it didn't work, but so the, the charity was started and my idea was we'll take applicants on um, kids that, you know, their parents are in rough times and can't, um, you know, afford hockey skates or a stick or hockey equipment and stuff like that. But um, that put a lot of pressure on my mom and she, she got all these emails and she's like, right. Like this sucks. Like, I, I don't know. I can't say to this person that they can't get any money because they're not in that much need. Like, it's, you know, you get 20 applicants and you can only really, you know, it, it, it wasn't a big golf tournament. And um, so we tried to spread it around for a year and then, She's like, can I, is there any way we could just give to like organizations and they can get equipment and try and figure it out that way? And I said, yeah, for sure. Like I'll talk to them. And, um, and then um, during the lockout, I don't know if you guys heard of it, but uh, Nobby's kids at, uh, at Lansbury park, like unbelievable. I went there one Saturday morning during the lockout, these kids come off the bus. They have nothing, you know, they walk up, they get fully geared up. They go out there with like eight to 10 coaches. They're running through drills. They're having fun. It's the best day ever. It was really eye opening to me. So uh, we made the switch and we give, um, I want to say like maybe 80% of our um, money we raised to them because it, it's, it, it's literally exactly what I wanted. If I, if I local and you can see it, that's fantastic. And, and if I could start something right now, that is what I would want to start. Like it, that's Marty, it's, Marty, something that runs that, isn't it? Isn't his name yeah. Marty? Yeah. Yep. I, I golfed uh, with Val and he introduced me to him and I gave him my number and I said, well, come on the show. Like it, it, we'll, we'll promote your whole thing. Yeah. Like, oh, just wow. let, let me know when you want to get a hold of me. And so I'm still, I'm waiting to hear from him, but yeah, he's more than welcome to come on the show and uh, promote it. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's, um, you know, I can't speak highly enough about it. And, um, you know, we are so happy that we get to, you know, make a little bit of difference from just having a fun golf tournament in my dad's name. And then uh, I tried to do a, a bowling tournament too. that kind of phased out because 
I was only really home for, you know, three months, four months. So it's like, I tried to do a, um, a hockey school, I tried to, you know, incorporate as much as I could in these months. And then it just became the point where it was like, it was a lot for me. So, um, you know, it was a lot for my mom. I, I kind of left a lot to do with my mom and my brother. And, um, and so I think over the years, we'll, we'll continue to grow it as best we can. And we'll just keep giving as much money as we can to any kid in need of anything and we'll try our best to do whatever we possibly can. So I think it, it you know, it was a great thing um, to do. Like my dad, you know, I know for sure he'd want, he would have wanted me to do something and give back to the community. And um, this is the way I thought. And this is the way I think that is the best way for me to do it. And, you know, we have great turnouts to the golf tournament every year and guys, you know, they, they come, they have fun and they realize that it is for charity and they, you know, they, they'll spend an extra 20 bucks just because they know it's going to go to a good cause. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you, it's so big now we had, two courses that we were doing right yeah so um this this year we were planning on just doing one um like i you know the hogan's tournament where it's three courses yep. uh, so i i've talked to them and th- they were trying to help out and you know it's gone big but then it, it's hard to kind of fill so it's, yeah. it's really, hard. um, you know, golf's one of those weird sports where like a lot of people don't want to register early because it might get rained out. And well, I remember I was talking to you at the, uh, at the dinner part and you were saying, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting calls two days before the tournament and guys are still trying to get in, but yeah. they knew about it all this time. And it's kind of hard for you to keep going on that and still filling spots and, you know, now you got to reschedule the whole golf tournament, you know, so you got to have a shutout point at some time. Yeah. And, and, and that was, that was the big problem is um, like, I would, I would, you know, we'd definitely be willing to go to two courses, four courses, whatever, whatever, yeah. you know, um, but it's just about getting like confirmed a lot of foursomes and um, you know, we, we don't market it. We like, like it's, it's uh hearsay for the most part, you know, if you find out about the tournament, you try and get in and, um, and then it got to the point where a lot of people were saying, Oh, we couldn't get in. We couldn't get in. I'm like, well, you know, you, you could have like, it's. Yeah. Show you, up earlier. You played in it we sent out all these things on Facebook and whatever, and uh, sent them emails and they just chose not to. So um, just so you know, we love golf tournaments. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we do. We're playing in the uh, 73s uh, alumni tournament there on uh, Saturday. Nice. What course? What do you mean? What course? Oh, uh, Bellevue. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Probably I'm the big... most hammered ones on the course. No, I'm I mean, big... I'm responsible, Ryan. <laughs> Probably. He's <laughs> <laughs> looking like, yeah. <laughs> I don't... No, well, just moving on forward, whatever decisions you make in the future, Ryan, all the best to you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Seriously, just say thank you for. We've been over an hour with you now, man. Oh, no problem. Thank you for your time. I really really appreciate the time, Ryan. Yeah, man. We like wish you all the best. Uh, Probably you're going to see us at that golf tournament because we love golf tournaments. So you'll uh, probably see us out there, man. And we got to have you on again. Yeah, for sure. Whenever you guys need it. And um, I'm. You know, I, I listened to Matt Pumple's uh, podcast the other day, so I just got a little – because I, you know, I um, 
obviously you guys told me I was coming on and so I decided to take a look and listen in and uh, Pumps is a good guy he's one of the guys that I skate with every summer and um, listening to him I you know you kind of miss like I miss the guys back in Windsor because I'm living in California but you know you wish him all the best he's such a great guy and you guys are doing uh, you know some fun podcasts and I'm sure you're going to get some good good people on the show. Yeah, thank you. Well, we're hoping it. you can put a plug in for uh, Matt Martin for us. You know, I, I'm. You know, if he if he hears about it, he'll he'll come on. He's uh he's one of those guys that uh, you know probably one of it. my favorites in the NHL right now. Yeah, Rob's <laughs> been like on them all playoff run. <laughs> Just love the guy. I love his style. I love everything that he's about. You know what I mean? It, it's the way I want hockey to be played. If if there was a Matt Martin league, I'd watch it every day. You want to hear a good song about Matt Martin? Yeah, I do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Uh, I'm in Sarnia at training camp, and it's my first year. I, I, I go in, and I'm it's my fourth year in the league, so it's my first year in Sarnia, but I'm I'm the, the big guy on the team. Like, I have the most – some of the most experience. Um, so I'm looking at the rosters, and I'm like, Matt Martin from Windsor. Like, how – how how did I miss this? Like how how do I not know someone from Windsor that's you know trying out for the an OHL team? Like it, it's weird how that went about. So whatever, training camp kind of goes a couple of days, and uh, we switch teams. And Maddie's on my team, and he comes over, and I'm like, hey, or I go over and ask, like, hey, Maddie, like you know. I'm from Windsor too. And he's like, Oh yeah, I know who you are. <laughs> um, and he's like, you know, what should I do? Like to try and make this team, I really want to make the team. And I'm like, you know, w- well, what do you do best? And he's like, I just work. <laughs> I'm like, and he's like, you know, I, I know I'm not the, the best of anything, but I, I, I'll try and skate through a guy. I'll fight. I'll, I'm like, yeah, go out there and stir it up, you know, be known. Like when you're, when you're a young guy, you have to get, get them to see you. So, one of the days in training camp, he's beside me and I'm walking through the hall and I, I get sized up for skates and I'm like, Matty, get sized up. And um, he gets sized up and he looks over at me and he goes, I can't afford those skates. And I'm like, dude, they're free. What do you mean? And he's like, if I make the team, these skates are free. No way. And he's like, I'm making this team. Like, he starts. <laughs> I just said, I can't my future, but I want these skates. <laughs> it just sat in my head, and I'm just like, things that I took for granted because I've been there for four years. She's just like, okay, I'm making this team. And literally, like that game in in the um, training camp, he went out and like drilled like four guys from behind, and like, <laughs> like it was just like the guy was like possessed after the, he's like found out there's free skates. <laughs> That, that's like that's a little bit like Pumple's story when uh, the Pacioretty yeah. told him that uh, you know the skates are free. You can get free sticks too because he oh. said he liked the Reeboks because you got the Synergy stick with the. Skates. No, it was the Easton or the Eastons, yeah, the Eastons yeah. with the Synergy stick for free. Oh. <laughs> so Pacioretty says, "You know the skates and sticks are free here, right?" <laughs> and it's funny. Uh, like, you know, I, I, I met pumps when he was young and like, yes, I, I still feel like he's a little kid, but you know, he's a lot older now and he's like, he's a man now. So it's, it's, it's interesting every once in a while I come back and I'm like, okay, 
I'm old now. If this, you know, he remember <laughs> him like a like a little 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 brother. But yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. So thanks for having me. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, boy. Hey, man. Seriously, man. Thanks all, for coming. Man. All the best. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, guys. Take, Take care. care. Thanks, right. Ryan. See you, Ryan. And there he was, folks, Mr. Ryan Wilson. How easy was it to interview that guy? Ask one question and let him go. Yeah, like he was a... Uh, <laughs> Total fucking butte. Yeah. Total butte. Oh, yeah. He was... Uh, he was coached yeah. by La Butte. La Butte. Yeah, see? <laughs> straight man rock. Straight, eh? yeah, straight to the NHL. Yeah, he is Dude, a handsome some guy. Flow, though. Yeah, he does have the some fucking, nice flow. The, the head of lettuce he's got, hey? Yeah. That was awesome. Great guy. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. Total butte. Thank you, bro. So, fellas... So a couple new uh, stories around here, around the NHL. I always browse online and just look for stuff for us to talk about. One of the things, the Oilers bought out James Neal. Is this the end of, of James Neal in the NHL, or do you think he goes somewhere else? I don't think it's he's done. He, he he's, he's too good of a hockey player, and he's tough as shit. Absolutely. Yeah, but this is like this probably second or third – fucking squad now know that has how many, how many times has he been bought up? Been on? Yeah, I don't know uh, you, you can't even know. go by that anymore no. back in the day you, you could have but I mean nowadays with the way business is for hockey uh, you know a new team's just a, you know another day in the books right. really, you know it, could, I mean? it could, could be a revamp of his, his career again right Absolutely. like didn't he not have more points than um, what's the tough guy for Calgary there was a, there was a deal yeah there was a deal in that trade mm-hmm. saying if Somebody yeah. got more points than the other, and he had more it, points it, it than it up the the draft the draft pick. Yes, yeah, it did. You're exactly it, right. But but Neil Neil exactly had right. the points, right? You're exactly so, right, Wally. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know. Is he is he a head case? The draft like, pick in and got up to the yeah. second round, right? If it was because of the points yep. he scored, mm-hmm. so that gave Calgary the, the bump. Did he make? Did he hit that thing? Yeah, he he had to be so many points over. Lucic, mm-hmm. and he was. Well, Lucic had a shit year. Usually, That's they always have it. Yeah. Usually, yeah. it's based on on the fucking team. So, usually, it's like, okay, we're gonna make this trade or whatever. But if your team makes like conference final or like Stanley Cup final, it's a higher draft right. pick. It's not usually based upon a guy's personal stats. Yeah, it was him and a draft pick, depending on where they had finished in scoring. Yeah, because he went for Lucic, right? Right. They, as far as I didn't know, they, right? Didn't they just flop him? I think so. I think they sw- just switched teams. Speaking of fucking flops, guys, guy for guy, uh, we have Marcus Johansson went to uh, Minnesota in exchange for Eric Stahl. So what I want to ask you fellas is, who do you think won in the trade and Buffalo. why? And why? B- Buffalo's getting Stahl. Yeah. Buffalo's Buffalo. getting Eric Stahl. <laughs> Humongously Buffalo. <laughs> Eric Stahl is... But did, uh, did, not only, not did only Stahl win going to Buffalo? Stahl, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that does <laughs> That's the question. 
How's he feeling you're about it? You're in Carolina, and now you're going to <laughs> Buffalo. Welcome. Oh, <laughs> to Buffalo. That is Here's true, eh? If you go to Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo is a tough hockey market, man. We'll get torched from Buffalo fans so bad. Oh, uh, Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo's going to hate us. I love Buffalo, really. I don't. No, I was trying. So we're going to go with the uh, Sabres winning that trade then, right? I think so. Absolutely. From my point of view, I don't see – I mean, Eric Stahl, not only is his mind on his own, uh, you know, he's totally hockey-minded, you know what I mean? He's he's won a couple of Carolina and stuff like that. But, like, not only that, you've got the base that he's hockey-minded from an entire family of hockey. Oh, that is true. So, I mean, even deep below the tissue, this guy is hockey. Yeah. Do you think that that he's brought in there just based upon a role of being a vet as as opposed to – Throwing up points, I I, th- I definitely think he'll help out their captain. Absolutely, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, well, yeah. His cap, that captain needs. But I, but sure. I, but oh, I like just mean him going in there. Do you think they're going to be more focused on his points as to him helping out well, the younger well, guys? I think he's going in there to help out the younger guys. Well, yeah, help out the younger. Much... Well, it's not going to be based on. He's kind of getting like, older, too, and just right? kind of anything that he gets in points is kind of yeah, a bonus, bonus. right? Yeah. So you got you got you know it's, he can still it, jam it in the net. Well, For sure, of course he can. He's, he's, he's no he, slouch, he's stud, yeah, and he's still, still in the NHL. Player, and let's face it, if you're in the league, you deserve to be there. So. For sure, absolutely. Sure, maybe not Buffalo, but. <laughs> oh, God. So yeah, so in the players who won that trade, right? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> there's the yeah. question. Yeah. No, it's oh, going. Yeah. See ya, Buffalo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck your chicken wings. Yeah. So. Here Another, I come, Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> you thought you were freezing your balls off in Buffalo. Uh, Sounds like oh, both funny. ends are kind of shitty. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, you're probably right there. What the fuck did I do wrong? <laughs> Just love me. <laughs> also, Kyle Clifford, Rob, you'll be probably sad to hear that is he's headed to free agency, so he's not going to be signing. You know, it was it was a disappointing year for him. Like, well, for all hockey players, you know what I mean. Like, other other than the ones that are in there right now, like that got to go to the mm-hmm. bubble or whatever. But like, injuries. He, he really didn't get a year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't get to see much of him. And you know that he wants to help that team. You know, like, I love the guy. Like, I watched a bunch of uh, interviews with him on uh, the Leaf TV and stuff like that. And the guy seems like a, just a genuine guy, especially when he, especially when you're giving up your knuckles and, and your body to sacrifice for these guys that you're playing with, right? You know, those are your guys. You take care of them. And that's mm-hmm. your job. But, you know what I mean? In a year, out a year. Now, does this open the door for Simmons? I would think so. I would want to have them both. I, yeah. Don't yeah. come cheap. No. Yeah. Right. But they're both NHL ready. It's it's almost like they, the Toronto's thinking about the regular season. You do got to get there. Oh yeah. Right. Of course. But I I don't think Clifford hurt you, and I don't no. think Simmons would hurt you. No. You Put know. Them on the line with Spezza. Those two with Spezza. Have a nice fucking Spezza day. Spezza will be the tough guy. Yeah, there's your right? there's your there's your fucking fourth line though, you know what I mean? Like, all I can say Toronto Maple Leafs, please get some beef. That's all yeah, I can That's ask what they for. need. 
You know, I would agree 100. percent And I'm a Wings fan. I hate the Leafs. Yeah, yeah. You need beef. You they know need, what I mean, you, yeah. you cannot have uh, Austin Matthew and uh, and uh, Mitch Murder getting smoked by people and having no repercussion. No repercussion right, from yeah. anybody because there's just simply no one to do it. That's just ridiculous. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Hockey's based on a, a simple game of uh, respect for two within, within two teams. That mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of the whole. Uh, you know, if you hit Gretzky, kind of thing. Right. You know, I mean, guess what? If you hit Gretzky, these, are, these guys are a lot Gretzky of the times. These guys, guys are these yeah. guys are the equivalent right. to that right. to Wayne Gretzky right. back in the day. But There's many of them. And now. if you don't have protection on them, yeah. Jamie Ben's going to take runs out of. I remember you, you when know, Austin like, Matthews got hit. I think it was last year, and it was mid ice hit. He got smoked. Right? He got nailed like really bad. Mm-hmm. And I remember when he got up, it was like he was looking around to say. Right, what the fuck's going on here? Well, I think Zach Hyman was like, the one that jumped in. Not one person near me or, like, you know, or, you know, grabbing yeah. the guy that nailed me or not, nothing. Nothing right. happened. Yeah. It was just like, Fuck, oh, well, get up and hobble to the bench. It's Don't not worry even right. about it. It's not right at all. Get beef. Yeah, they if they don't and <laughs> if they don't get Simmons and now letting this guy go, Toronto's going to be in trouble when it comes to fucking I, I think looking so too. after look at, look at these look at these teams that are left in the playoffs right now and, and for the Stanley. They all have they all have tough trust, guys yeah. and they all have grit. Yeah, Toronto really doesn't. Yeah, they don't have the grit that, that they true. need. Absolutely, that is true. Not 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 to protect these guys. You know what I mean? Like, also speaking of like fucking deals and stuff. Ovechkin, okay, is in the last year of a 13-year deal where he made 9.5 a year for 13 years. He wants another 3 to 5 year deal, but he wants a 12 million per. Okay? So the Caps were willing to do they offered him another 3 to 5 year deal at 9 to 9 and a half. What do you do if you're the Caps? Do you just give him See his ya. fucking money? See ya. Or do you... You won your cup. You won your cup. He, there's nowhere he's going to go to get $12 million. No. Agreed with that. For, I mean, for his age. Do I mean, you, I, do I, you I, meet I, him I in the middle? Really look at, I really don't look at it like you're you're actually hearing the words of Alex Ovechkin. I look like you're hearing his, uh, his, 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 his agent. His, his, yes, of course. Right. You know what I mean? You know, he, Obviously, they're going for more money. I'm sure if you laid nine to nine and a half on the table... To be like, is that, there is that, whole is that career. an expired uh, deal? The nine to nine and a half? Is, is or has it just been a, offered? I think it's there's two different. That's pretty different, much what's what, what's been saying is they were they're offering mm-hmm. them the same they salary. They want to order this, so they're just kind yeah. of in talk right. still. You but figure. as far as I'm concerned, you do whatever you can to keep the man. Well, yeah, and he's making twenty seven million over the next three years. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, exactly. okay, so yeah, we'll give you, we'll give you, dude. He just did thirteen at nine and a half. Well, we'll give you twelve, and, and but we're gonna have to lose this guy, this guy, and this guy because you want to make that. Well, it, it, and I mean, and I don't want to get off hockey here as Patrick Hockey talked about hockey, but it's the Tom Brady attitude. You know what I mean? That yeah. Tom Brady attitude where I don't need thirty five million dollars per year playing football. I'll, I'll take seventeen and give the other uh, fifteen to eighteen thousand dollar or million dollars to somebody mm-hmm. I can throw the fucking right. ball to. But Crosby <laughs> did the same thing for Malkin. Eisenman did yeah. the same thing. Lindstrom did it too. That's where he needs Lidstrom to go. Lindstrom did it. Lindstrom did it too. Better players. Well, than Ovechkin and does not, and they won the cup. If Ovechkin right. does not follow that lead, then he's going to be gone. He's not. It sounds like he just wants to grab and go. Right. 
right? And he's then he'll go play players. in the KHL and retire. Oh, there I guarantee you. Bring all his millions and billions oh, of already, dollars I, I mean, back as, to as, Russia. As, right? as for a career, you know what I mean? He, he's, he could retire tomorrow, and, you know, he's, he's all of aiming and blah, 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 blah. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, there's no question. Yeah, he's, he's done, always going he's done everything. He's got his cup. Yep. You know what I mean? He has no, like, you know, his home is there. His wife's home is there. You know what I mean? Like, they're both from there. Like, yeah, you know, he's going to end it, up it, there. It, would, it just would, sounds like he's kind of being selfish, you know? Like, maybe I'm well, just, maybe I'm just a simple guy. Well, at this point for him, it's a grab. And go right. That's kind of how I'm saying. Right. Do you, you just give him I mean? a smaller deal then? One year? Well, yeah. I say uh, you 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 offer what you said you were going to offer, and what the rumor is: there's your nine to nine and a half for two to three. I'll give him three years. Yeah, he was he, nine he and a half three, three years. years. There you go. Well, he's also got a shot to break Gretzky's record. No? That's what I mean. You want so, yeah. and so he, why would you? Why would you? And I guarantee you that he wants to do it in Washington. But then he can also say, "Well, you know what? They wouldn't give me the money. And that's why they didn't want me to break the record, too, right?" Uh, so whatever. I could see him wanting to do it in Washington, though. He's well, played sure. there his whole fucking career, for sure. But nobody's going to give him twelve million dollars. You'd almost want to stay in Washington just for the fact that there's no one like just that like Eisenman. Anymore. There's no one like that anymore. Right. They're, 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 those, those, but imagine those being the greatest scorer, scorer of all time. A career time. team. This yeah. man walked in to play in the NHL. He's played. You know, X seasons right. only for this team. You right. know what I mean? Like, it's it's like the last Derek Jeter. You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, you know, every everyone just gets swapped around anymore. It's just like a big like. Yeah. If Wayne got traded, anybody can get traded. For man. Sure. Oh, said that it. before, right? Well, Wayne got traded to. I think under different reasons. Mm. I mean, it was a league helper, as far as I'm concerned. Well, I think his wife didn't like to fly either. <laughs> no, but that I know, I know, I, I know, I know. Back in the day, the you know the uppers in the NHL wanted to spring the whole self. Oh yeah, they were still thing, selling you know? the product. Yeah. Right? Oh, LA. I'm just saying. Look now. When they got a fortune. Look for now. Oh yeah. For I, mean, sure. I know mm-hmm. it was that long ago, but I'm just yeah. saying. You got the Kings. You got the San Jose. You got yeah. the Dallas. It, it was, it was huge for California, right? You know I mean? yeah. Right, like no, right across the bottom. Yeah. You know. Speaking of captains. The uh, Minnesota Wild. This is kind of was kind of weird to me. They're just not resigning their captain. It's time. I'm sorry, but I've never seen. Koivu just... was a great hockey player, but it, it, I just think it's his tenure there has been yeah. uh, no success at the end. But I've really... just never seen. Couldn't uh, offer him something. Not even like a one year. Like, listen, buddy, you want to stay here? One year deal. This is how much you you'll make being here. Mm-hmm. You're not going to make that top dollar like. But just a captain, just poof, gone. Yeah, we're not going to resign you. Business again, and again, you're right. It is a business, you know? and that's and that's the way you got to run it. Um, but as, I mean, you as know, much like, as the fans like, love like, would the you guy. take a cap? Would yeah. you like? And here, this would be like you know, almost like a a reverse question. But I mean, so so if you've had this guy for your 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 captain for X amount of years, and you decide that you've had enough of this guy because it's, you know you're just not feeling the success that you need to, to win a Stanley Cup mm-hmm. or whatever. Do you keep him on and tell him you lose the C and you're going to play on the right wing? Is there, you know, and then we're going to pay you fuck all? Well, it's not to say that they're not going to pay him fuck all. Yeah. No, no, but, but I'm just, just kind of getting no, it. No, I, I get it. But it look, just look, makes it off. Look right how off long it took Iserman to do it. And they didn't. Well, they almost did because they were going to fuck him over too. And he left. No, because he told, they, he told their brass, if you trade me, mm-hmm. I will retire. So they didn't trade him. He took less money, mm-hmm. and they gave Fedorov all the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And keeping Fedorov was the key to fucking their success after yeah. that, yeah. right? 
Not only that, it was Iserman that did it. No, all. but everything went up in the whole fucking arena, from everything from a jersey down to a fucking hot dog. Oh, because yeah, yeah. guess what the fans? Now called they're it. winning. Well, that's no, but works. guess what the <laughs> guess what the fans called it? That was the Fedorov tax. Yeah, yeah, that was exactly uh, what they called he made, it. He was making bank. Did you know? So that when he like held out for a long time, right? So he held out. So when he came back, it was like halfway through the year that one year. He made like, this was before the salary cap, right? So you could fucking pay your players whatever you want. So he came back, he made like 20 million, let's say. Mm-hmm. So he made like 20 million bucks. If the Wings made the conference finals, he got like another $15 million like signing bonus. It was some, it was outrageous mm-hmm. money. The Wings, money. the Wings won the cup that year. So he, so he made like... Just those ridiculous right there, amounts of money. Like, there needed to be a cap. That like, would have just went, that would have just went to ridiculous if you left yep. that alone. You know? But think like about you said, it. Your 15, 15, it was a different time then. Dogs. Yeah, it was a different time then, and yep. then that's why you pay fucking nine dollars for a hot dog when you go to a game. Still ridiculous. But hockey was great then. Absolutely. Yeah. Fuck different game paid. almost. Kind of. yeah. I would almost pay more to see that hockey. <laughs> Absolutely. Like right? I said, if there was a if there was a, a league full of Matt Martins, I'd yeah. watch it every day. Yeah. Absolutely. Not a not a chance I'd watch what we got going on here. You had uh, something on Uncle Leo, right? Uncle Leo. Oh Dry Yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking uh Uncle Leo. I just call him Uncle from Leo. the Islanders. Yeah, you're thinking Comrade. Uh, but uh did you hear that uh Dry won the uh players mvp so that voted be, on by the players right um and not only that so he win the heart heart trophy right that's the players one uh wouldn't it be think so i'm not too sure on all the awards i just know the cup and the con smite <coughs> as the nhl's mvp and then he won the the ted Lindsay award Oh, okay, yeah. So he won those two today. Nice. Also, and it well deserved, right? Well, of course. Dry Saddle's best Dreisaddle. player in the league all season. It just season. seems like as soon as there's a player that's even close to him, someone just wants to overlook him and pick the other player. You know what I mean? That guy's been around for a couple of years and he's always put on some big yes. numbers. Well, he's a stud. That's what well, happens when you play with Connor McDavid. Fucking Connor McDavid. <laughs> that's what right. happens. Yeah, you everybody... think you'd be in the shadows, but this right. guy, no. he's a stud. Totally. I know, but when everybody thinks of. The Oilers, they think of Connor McDavid. For they sure. don't think of Leon Draisaitl. No. Yes. But but you have literally a two-headed monster there in fucking like those guys. Yeah, I would. They have had for years everything around since Taylor Hall. Yeah, but, but, yeah. that was the beginning of it all. It was like first round draft pick, first McDavid's round draft pick, first the, round draft pick. But he's the yeah, next level though. McDavid picks, is yeah. the next fucking level though. Yeah, he's he is like insane. he can skate faster than most guys, like. McDavid can skate faster with the puck than most guys. He went into it. the bubble, I think, faster than what he was during the season. Like, it was insane, that guy. Well, that's just it. Like, he's one of those players. Like, I mean, he's one of those guys that as soon as this all went down, this whole COVID thing, yeah, with no knowledge of the future of what's going to happen to this 2020 season, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? He's the guy that went home and worked out yeah, yeah, and got ready for it. Without even knowing there was going to be a 2020 season. Yeah. 
without yeah. even knowing. This guy's going to go put in the time that he would put in as if he's going to be on the ice. We got to watch his documentary Different on his level of on his leg on his knee injury. Yeah. I guess it like some guys they said like you don't come back from that shit. Yeah. Like what he had but it this was kid's bad. such a stud but athlete, he's young like, too, right? He just can bounce thought back. through it, like, and there, I heard there was times that, like, excruciating. They wanted to operate. Yeah. They wanted to operate, and he said that he was trying to avoid an operation, so he cured himself just through, like, exercise and, well, not himself, but, like, went along, but he just, they didn't do surgery. Yeah. And he just cured by just working out and... It's insane, though, how he fucking elected not to do surgery and then comes back like that. That's impressive shit, man. Like, you don't see that shit every day. So, real quick here, too. We'll, uh, did you see who, before you go, did, did you see who um, won the Vesna? No, who? Hellebuck. Oh, did he? Yep. No shit, eh? Yep. He claimed he the Vesna. Fucking beauty. Total beaut. Yeah, total beaut. All right, fellas. So, we're uh, watching the game here Monday night, about 9-ish. It's 3 nothing Tampa. So, if it stays like this, the series is going to be even. So, I think it's it would be a nice even slate for us to, shall we say, make our Stanley Cup final predictions. Mm-hmm. Brandon Point's a beaut. Brandon Point is a fucking beaut. So, what we'll do is this. We'll start with Wally. Wally, who do you got to win the Cup? How many games and why? Going Tampa Bay. Um, initially, I would have probably said six, but the way Dallas is and the way they play, I, I'm going to push that up to. I'm going seven games this year, but Tampa Bay's taking it, and I said it from the beginning. Game one had me rattled a little bit after uh, seeing how uh, Tampa Bay got manhandled, mm-hmm. but after watching today, it's a uh, maybe the wake up call or just uh, learning how to play against this different team, Dallas. That's probably not a bad prediction, Rob. What about you? Yeah, they totally got punched in the wiener on on their first game. So, you know me, Braden Point, yeah, Tampa Bay. I've been riding them the whole the whole way. But I, I, I I honestly thought Vegas. This was going to be Tampa and Vegas. Mm -hmm. But Dallas, fucking Dallas, surprised everybody. Dallas is the St. Louis Blues of last year. Yeah, that is true. You know, like, and then you got Herdobin, who's playing just like Bennington did. Yeah, you know what I mean, like and just just pulling it out of fucking mm-hmm. nowhere. So good for them. They they deserve to be there. It's it's a hell of a run. Yeah. So who do you got? I I got Tampa in seven as well. You got Tampa in seven as Brandon well. Braden Point MVP for the playoffs. Ooh, Wally, what about you, Con Smythe? If you had to just pick off the top of your head for the year. Just no for these uh, playoffs here. I'd be totally going Braden Point for sure. Yeah, 100%. Braden Point. If the Tampa Bay Devils win this. Did did you just say the Tampa Bay Devils? Sorry, (laughs) if the Tampa Bay Lightning win this, like Braden Point's going to be the MVP. Absolutely. Like 100%. No, the beer said that. I would think so. The beer said that. Unless (laughs) unless maybe Dallas wins and Hudobin gets it. Hudobin? I don't know. Hodor. (laughs) <laughs> he just looks like on a different level he is random he point is. i see him like yes. yeah i see him go out and play a stellar uh 45 seconds of hockey get on the bench you know everyone else is like grabbing towels looking around you know what i mean and like you know he's getting ready he he's staring at the boards yeah, right he's in front of him he's not trip. even like blinking he's going through <laughs> plays yeah. through his head yeah, yeah. Like, he is on a zone so and, yeah. who do you got it 
Well, you know me. Oh yeah. I uh I Devil's like, advocate. I like <laughs> I like the underdog as always. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go Dallas. Seven games. So we're all gonna go seven games. Yeah. I just okay, so the Lightning are up three oh right now. They just started the second period, I believe. So if this game wraps up, just uh, you know, it's quite an ass kicking so far. But I don't There's think time. there is time, but I don't think they're gonna be rattled even if they lose this game. So I just don't see them rolling over very easily. I'm gonna go, like I said, Dallas Stars in seven games, and the con smite is gonna be Hudobin. And if it's if he's if they win the cup and he's not the con smite, it's fucking rigged. Okay. Yeah, but you could still lose and be the con smite. Yeah, I know. You know, last guy to do Rare, that, though. or one of the last guys to do that, off the top of the dome, straight off the top of your dome. Think old school Philadelphia Flyers goaltender. Parent? Ron Hextall. Hextall oh, fucking lost in the cup finals. I was gonna say the Johnny one year I forget. I think it was Fuck when yeah, they. I, I think it Fuck was yeah. if my memory serves me correctly. It was the Total one. Butte. The one time they lost yeah, to. Sure. Fuck, I forget who they lost to, but he was the Con Smythe winner. It was like one of the only times that a goalie won it. That was on the opposing team that like didn't win it. So that's pretty fucked. It's pretty sweet though. Too. That means the only reason that your team was in there was it was because of, of you. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. So what do you say, fellas? Do we uh, bounce out of here and fucking watch a little bit of this game or what? Sounds good to me. I think we got about uh, 16 minutes of the second period and the last period to go on this uh, beautiful game two half. Yeah, so, so I say we watch it. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Until next week, Ant, Rob, Wally, everybody signing off. We'll see ya. Peace. Peace. Yeah, I can get behind it.